Good morning, TPS students. It is testing week, and it's time to slay all day. Yeet! Stay woke, beyond fleek, and get that Gucci breakfast. Goals! Say bye, Felicia, to that testing stress. Weather's going to be turned, right, Chris? Yes! Toledo weather going to be V-lit during testing week. A hundo P chance of success. You've got this, kids. Steve, how about that traffic? Are we looking oh, Better than oh, we're talking turn, FOMO, won't be an issue. No traffic problems around any TPS schools to keep you from taking those tests. So get a good night's sleep, do your best, in fact, be extra, extra. We here at WTOL are V proud of you. Good, good luck, luck on, on your, your test, test, TPS students. What's up, everything? The unbelievable has happened in the 2018-19 St. Louis Blues have made the Stanley Cup playoffs. Of course, we already knew that, but it's still a reason to celebrate. We've got plenty to celebrate this week as we get ready to slay all day all the way through the playoffs. It's go time, folks, and it's time to get hyped. So let's get started and let's go Blues! Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the Two Guys No Cup podcast. That's still our name. It mm -hmm. is Monday, April 8th, and we are coming to you live, except not live, because it's never officially live, from our cramped and frightening studios in the dark hallway in our collective consciousness, where we go <laughs> so during deep. the NHL playoffs. It's cold in here. Mm -hmm. Ian, how are you doing tonight? Get hype oh it's playoff time and that means get up if you're sitting down get up punch the sky <laughs> punch the sun out of the sky air fists now <laughs> oh god he literally did it folks. you gotta believe you gotta believe it starts with believing is what craig Berube says to that locker room it starts with believing ian here is your mission for this podcast by the end of it, you need to convince me oh, no. that this is not another first-round exit. Well, I've failed already. Because I'm <laughs> deep in the hole, baby! We're going to talk about it all today. We're going to talk about so many things. I don't know. Where do you want to start, Ian? Well, WrestleMania was this weekend. <laughs> was that a good transition? So many things. One of them is WrestleMania. Were you excited about Blues Playoff Hockey? Were you excited? Well, strap in <laughs> because for a segment about WrestleMania. Do I just talk? Yeah, this is you. I mean, I didn't see any of it. This? Um, I guess I talk about this now. I guess this is part of the podcast. So for those of you that don't know, WrestleMania was last night. It's WWE's biggest event of the year, and it was... Very good, which is rare. It's very rare that they don't screw mm. it up, and they didn't. So, as most of you know, the events, the the results in WWE matches are predetermined. And usually what that means is that WWE will F them up somehow. <laughs> somehow. So, I was thinking about this, and being a WWE fan and being a Blues fan are roughly equivalent in that there's a lot of suffering 
just stitched together between a few brief moments of joy. <laughs> the only difference is the WWE never has to give you any suffering, and they still choose. <laughs> but last night, to make a long story short, there were three main results that needed to happen for it to be a good night, and shockingly, unbelievably, incredibly, all three happened. It was great. Kofi Kingston won the WWE title, becoming, shockingly, the first black WWE champion ever. The Rock mm. was a WWE champion, but he's technically Samoan. So, <laughs> you know, wherever you want to draw that line, I'm not a scientist. But some have said that Kofi Kingston is the first black WWE champion. Brock Lesnar lost his title to Seth Rollins, meaning that a title that basically hasn't gotten to appear on the show regularly for like a year and a half may get to now, finally. And Becky Lynch won both of her titles, won both of the women's titles, which is one of the way they fucked up, but we'll leave that on the table for now. And that's how the show closed with the first women's main event in WrestleMania history. So not only was it a celebratory WrestleMania, but it was a very progressive WrestleMania. Mm. And then first thing tonight, they put two of those results in jeopardy by announcing that the two male winners of titles would fight to combine those titles, but my suspicion is, praying to God we'll know by the end of this podcast mm. that they're going to have like a weird schmozzy F-up finish to prevent uh. that from happening would be my hope. If they don't, they've already ruined it. <laughs> Ian, do you have any more questions about WrestleMania or what you saw tonight as you watched part of Raw as we prepared for this show? Um. Sometime. We're going to have to, especially during the summer and the linear months, you'll just have to come over for a pay-per-view, and you can just talk to me about it and mm -hmm. about what the hell you just experienced. Is Kurt Angle dead? Uh, he might be dead. He lost a match last night that was his last match, and then a guy... So what you didn't know about that guy who came out mm -hmm. was he was billed to come out for a long time, mm. and then people were like, oh, they stopped running promos for him, and then people were like, this actually ties into one of our passion issues. He was having very severe panic attacks, oh. which prevented him from getting in the ring. So hearing him suddenly come out with no announcement was actually kind of exciting for me. But then he murdered yeah. Kurt Angle. <laughs> he killed so, a man. Um, so that was less cool. But <laughs> it was still great. You know, he's uh, Kurt Angle had a great career. He's a Hall of Famer, and he'll be around, you know. Anything else? Any other things you'd like to discuss? Um... I liked Sting because he had because <laughs> he had uh, face paint on. There are other people with face paint. Mm, I'll I, introduce you sometime. I just like Sting. Just Sting. But well, Sting of a baseball bat. Mm -hmm. See, that didn't seem allowed, and I liked that. He came out to um, seek. To, no, not seek to kill. What's the Metallica song? Seek and destroy. Seek and destroy. Did he really? Oh, yeah, man, occasionally. I was joking, but I kind of like him. He's a badass. It's true. Did he speak? He always looked like someone that wouldn't even be able to speak. He spoke occasionally. Oh. He was a man of few words. But he spoke. Sting smash. He once said, riddle me this, riddle me that, who's afraid of the big black bat? I remember that. Because oh. there was an MP3 of his entrance music that I listened to a lot as a kid, and it was just randomly in there <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> 
That's, well, all, that's all I got. There we go. That was your wrestling segment today, sponsored by WWE. That's right, folks. We've gone corporate. Mm-hmm. They have paid us a million dollars to talk about that show for five minutes in non-glowing words. Mm, this is really enabling Blues fans at games to woo more. Oh, no. And I'll tell you what. Do what you will, but you're the worst people. <laughs> you're just the worst. Stick around. We can break the final result of this week's show and see if they effed everything up. By the end of the show, I'll get to be angry or satisfied again, so you folks can just wait. <laughs> um, speaking of events where the results were predetermined, Jay Bomeister <laughs> signed a contract today. It was for one year, $3.25 million. Ian, what do you think of the deal? This deal is fair. <laughs> Man, we start out hyped and Ooh, now I am lukewarm. Ooh, it's going down for it's real. Gonna, it's going to get, it's, the train's slowly moving. We're getting up to speed. We're starting with the J. Bomeister one-year deal, $3.25 million. It's fine. Chug it, chug it, chug it. Yeah, we're just leaving the station. So I'm fine with this deal as it is. The only worry I have mm-hmm. is whether it signals that this front office is going to rest on its laurels and just go into next season and be like, we're fine. Because if they do that, I really think it will be a disaster because Jen- Jordan Bennington won't be God in <laughs> any longer because he just can't. I mean, even if he's a really good NHL goalie, he can't be this forever mm-hmm. or he's Martin Brodeur 2.0. So, I mean, those are the options. Yeah. But... Oh, we'll talk about when he might not be this forever soon. Oh, foreshadowing. Um, yeah. Bowmeister plays with Prake right now. They've found really good chemistry together. Second pairing. Good for Bomeister not be on Petrangelo's left side anymore because that just didn't seem to be working out at least oh in the last God. couple of years or ever. But really, um, I don't know. I just don't want them to, like you said, rest and be like, oh, okay, well, that's a left-handed guy we got. We'll re-sign uh, Edmondson. And D's set. D's just set. Because I'm starting to come over to your side a little bit on, I don't think this is the exact decor that pushes you over the edge? No, no, no. You don't have a PowerPoint quarterback yeah. because you ain't trusting Vince Dunn to do it. But that frustrates me. Does Alex Petrangelo have two more years after this year? Oh, no. Just the one? Oh, yes. Oh, no. <laughs> Next year is going to be very interesting so that, for the back end. Since we're there, we might as well talk about it. I don't know what they're going to do at I, all. Yeah, I have zero idea. Could they trade him this summer? They sure could. They could. Will they trade him this summer? No. God only. No, they won't. It's going to be boring. It's just going to be a boring summer. We had too much fun last summer, and we don't get to have any fun this summer. I like Zach Sanford. I think he's an all right player. What's the slightly better version of Zach Sanford we'll be getting when we trade Alex Petrangelo at the deadline? Mm, I would have said... uh, What's his name that went to um, Minnesota in mm. the Charlie Coyle deal, but he's already moved? Um, Donato? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He feels like a slightly better version of Zach Sanford. That How wolf. about Ryan Poling, who debuted for the Minnesota Canadians with a hat trick 
in the final game of the, the season. The Minnesota Canadians? Minnesota. Good <laughs> Lord. Montreal Canadians. They okay. might as well be. Who are, we, who are you fooling, That's true. Minnesota? <laughs> Get bent with your, oh, we're Americans too, you know. They practically, it's the, they're always know. like, oh, we are other Canadians. Like, pick a side then. I see, I see you typing that online. Pick a side. Last Civil War was a long time ago. <laughs> how, about, how about 49 to 1? You like them odds, Vinny? That's what we'd say. Fence sitters are moral quitters. <laughs> I've always said it. Oh my. I've always said it. Did you just have that on the tip of your mm-hmm. tongue? Mm, very nice. Spicy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, What's his name? I heard about this guy. Ryan Poling, Pelling, P-O-E-H-L-I-N-G. He dominated for the World Juniors. Mm. He got a hat trick for the Minnesota Canadians. He's probably much better than Zach Sanford, but I don't know a ton about him. Man, okay. did I say Minnesota Canadians again? again? Good God, Montreal, <laughs> I thought that was on purpose. <laughs> Montreal Canadian, maybe the I Minnesota. had to say it like that. I can't do French. Uh, Speaking of which, they're going all over the place. Speaking of what, the Minnesota Canadians, yeah, yes, Montreal. What a like good season for them, even though they just missed at the Isn't end. Isn't it kind of perfect though that yeah. they missed the playoffs? They missed the playoffs. They can still get a. They can still get a lottery pick. Can't I mean, they? they? Yeah, won't, I but mean they, they could. could. But I mean, like you, they worked all the way up. Getting we'll know the play that tomorrow. Oh, that's right. Getting in the playoffs for them was probably like too much. That's when all of a sudden they start thinking, "We did it. We fixed it." But you're just there, so it's enough that you make the front office go, "Okay, we still have to build on top of this." And what they have is pretty good already. And then your last game of the season, did they beat Toronto? Surely they beat Toronto in that game where he scored four goals. Yes. Okay. Six to five or something. Yeah, like you beat Toronto with this young guy that scores four goals. You end the season. Shit. I That's like your own little I personally Stanley three Cup. In this oh, one, three. But he okay. did score four in a World Junior. Game, yeah. I think. That's like an amazing way to end the season, but not be in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So good for them. Mm-hmm. Anyways, what Alex Petrangelo? Um, backtracking to Jay Bomey, <laughs> you've got the deeper, more resolute voice of the pair of us. Would you like to read those Jay Bomeyster quotes with as little passion as you possibly mm. can muster? Uh, yes. Jay Bomeyster said, uh, I'm happy. I like it here. I've never shied away from that. Shied away from what? <laughs> That's a from good liking from here. liking. Jeez. You know that was such a that facts. was such a strong statement <laughs> from him. He really needs to, He's got to uh, calm down. You need some. He'd been drinking like green tea, and that was some <laughs> Earl Grey bullshit right <laughs> yeah, there. Put it together, uh, Lady Grey. Lady Grey <laughs> <laughs> says uh, it's a good place for family and all that. We've got a good team. I'm lucky and I'm happy. I guess. <laughs> I forgot about the I guess. <laughs> I guess. Uh, don't stop there. Roll into the next You one. know what? To be fair, that's kind of how I feel about the contract. <laughs> so, like, I guess. We're lucky and we're happy, we guess. <laughs> yeah. uh, he says more. I'm happy here. I'm familiar with everything here. There's always a risk when you go somewhere else you don't know. Beyond the hockey, this place has been really good for family. <laughs> We've got three kids now, so everyone's settled, and we don't want to disrupt that. I know what he meant by beyond the hockey, <laughs> but what it sounded like was, other than this shitty hockey team I've had to play mm. for, we're the first one that got you to the I playoffs, know. you you thankless fuck, you thankless <laughs> ungrateful little shit. <laughs> beyond the hockey, it's been fun. That was probably the strongest statement anyone's ever made about J-Bow Mystery. 
what what I just said. Yeah, yeah. That's true. I'm sure it's not true. I'm sure. Uh, Doug Armstrong said, we started to talk. I don't I don't have a Doug I was like, do you have a Doug? No. I should develop one, I guess. He's going to stick around. Man. I don't know. <laughs> do I don't know if I can't, I can't do one. I can't. I, I can't go for it. You we, go for we it. We started to talk. I would say at the end of February a little bit. He came back and said he'd like to play. So we started to work toward it. Uh, his agent and I have talked for the better part of three weeks now, and we set a deadline where we want to get it. We wanted to get it done prior to the start of the postseason. We got it done yesterday morning, and we're excited. You're excited. Sponsors totally <laughs> indifferent. Can you imagine Doug Armstrong goes into a room just to talk to Jay Bowmeister's agent and when he opens the door, it's just Jay Bowmeister. <laughs> he's his own agent. I can't absolutely yeah. imagine that. Uh, he's saving money is what he's doing. He doesn't want to pay another party for this. Doug, I'd like to keep this in the secondary tax bracket if at all possible. <laughs> if we structure the contract uh, with a non-refundable moving vesting option. Doug's Those like, are just words I made up. That's Doug's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Jay, what? Doug's like, I'll pay you $3.25 million just to not have this conversation. <laughs> yeah. And Jay Bo's like, I tricked you into that mother liquor. You can't get out of it now. <laughs> and then just drops the mic and walks out of the room. And to the people that said online, all those people, that this was a bad contract... They didn't like the money on it and stuff. This guy's still playing like 18 plus minutes a night for you. And in the second half of the season, granted, we said to ourselves the first half of the season, just dog shit. The second half of the season, <laughs> way better. A thousand percent better. A thousand percent better. And that's, I mean, you're paying for recent results. Yeah. And I think he's played really well. And I think he's taken a long time to come off of that, was it hip injury? Mm-hmm. And he's playing better now. Yes, he, it could just blow up on him again next season. But you're not going to get that dude for under, like, I'd say three for sure. Yeah, if you didn't... he's He's like a veteran, but he's also not, like, literally on his last legs. He's not Chris Kunitz or some of these dudes that are like, man, just scrape him by on this Aaron fourth Fair. line role. Yeah. He's playing a significant role on your team. You're not going to get that dude, especially with the way the cap is now. For under three, mm-hmm. this is a pretty good bargain yeah. alone. And one for, year, one year. If you did not like the dollar sign or the dollar value of this contract, you just didn't want Jay Bomeister here, yeah. which is fine. That's a perfectly That's, yeah. valid standpoint. Your worries are okay to have, especially for like if he holds up. And I, I get I, it. I have some of those same worries, but mm-hmm. he wasn't being kept for less than this, mm-hmm. so... You did what you had to do. You yeah. Know? I mean, it's a, it's a very fair deal, I think. I, I forget, but when I used to look up, I used to, I, at one point I did the salary cap divided by 23 and figured out the average value of a player, and I think it was like 3.3 or 3.5. And mm. I just decided anything under that you couldn't complain about terribly, and I'm sure it's gone up since then, so I'm just, I'm not upset about it. Um before we move on, mm-hmm. Ian, what do you think uh, Michael Pekka, the veteran of 864 NHL games and two-time gold medalist, would have to say about Joe J. Bowmeister's contract extension? Actually, why don't we just throw it to him? Mm. How about? Is it 
what we see is what we get from Jay Bull, Mister. I don't see it. I've never seen it. Playing against this guy for a lot of years, I've just seen a very casual player with tremendous speed. He was brought in, and he was much sought after. At $6.68 million, made Dion Phaneuf expendable. When you look at this team, the lowest-scoring team in the league, it means you have a bad power play. He's a guy they brought in to quarterback that power play, and he just I, I've never seen that part of the game in him. Um, you know, I enjoyed playing against him. He turned pucks over. He made the game easy to play. Calgary needs to see a sense of urgency out of him. I think they love his upside, but they've, it's been... Seven, eight years that they've, people have been in love with his upside. So I never that, got to play against the top liners, so I can't. <laughs> no comment. Let, you, let me clarify. You enjoyed playing against him because you thought he'd cough up the puck. He wasn't a tough guy to play against. He didn't play tough. He skated well, but, you know, it was, uh, he, was, he was casual with the puck. It was just he's one of those guys you look forward to playing against. I never saw the upside in him. So that was Michael Pekka, veteran of the NHL, and uh, our friends Jeff Ponder and Kurt Price uh, shared that on on Wikipedia. Good Lord, I'm <laughs> off my game tonight on Twitter earlier, and we wanted to share it with all of you. Michael, Pe- Michael Peck has some strong thoughts on Jay Bomeister. Mm. Do you share his perspective? No, I guess not. I don't know. I didn't pay too much attention to Jay Bomeister prior to playing for the Blues, other than for half a season. I was like, we got to get this guy, said everyone, and I agreed. That's right. Yep. That's right. And we decided then. Um, our friends, Let's Go Boys Radio, go listen to them, go subscribe to them. Mm. Big shout out. We love them. They're great guys. Moving on to a not great guy, a villainous <laughs> bad guy who who saw the hopes of the St. Louis fans dangling on a string and just cut the string. Mm. We're talking, of course, about that mustachioed villain, that uh, facial-haired monster that is known simply as Q, Joel Quinville. Uh, Joel Quinville, about whom I believe none of those things, except that he is mustachioed. I mean, he is that. He does grab his crotch. He does. And he... <laughs> Just facts. Uh, that's true. That's true. Um, Joel Quinville signed with the Florida Panthers, which I have to say, least upsetting team he could have yeah. signed with. Fine. Like, who cares? Like, if he goes makes the Florida Panthers relevant, great. Good for you, Joel. How many times next season are you going to see the Florida Pan- Panthers play? Like, mid- mid-season, which isn't going to be very often. And then all of a sudden, see Joel come like, what the fuck? <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah. I thought you were just asking how many how times many t- I'd yeah. see them play. And the Zero. answer was, I would seek them out on NHL TV specifically to watch them for this reason. So I would generously estimate maybe... Four. Maybe four <laughs> Hey, that's times. four more views than those <laughs> Panthers are ever going to get otherwise. Uh, Pierre LeBron reporting. Sources say Joel Quinville's deal in Florida is worth north of $30 million over five years, depending on bonuses. So $6 million plus a year. He was making $6 million a year in Chicago in his old deal. Tells you how aggressive slash committed the Panthers are at making this offseason count that last sentence was not properly sub, sub the, 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 <laughs> was not properly conjugated there was subject verb disagreement all over the place but the point stands Joel Quinville is a very wealthy man Florida Panthers Dale Talon his old friend they nutted up they got the deal done oh, what do yeah. you think Ian that's right what does this mean for uh the Florida Panthers, and more importantly, what does it mean for the downtrodden and ruined career of Elliot Friedman, who did not have this scoop first? Man, he talked about it today, oh. and that was it. Yeah. 
I'm not listening to that dude anymore. Um, good for the Panthers. I wonder now if they just jump to the top of the list for Panarin and Bobrovsky. Uh, Panarin looked like Panarin, Panarin, I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, it looked like he was going to go to the Rangers. It sounded like that's where all the buzz was. So clean, so fresh, so food. Panarin Bread Company. Yeah, very clean. Their, their advertising is so terrible, that company. Mm, I just don't like it. The food's fine. Mm. That's my endorsement. Very the food, adequate. fine. Yep. Almost adequate. Almost adequate. <laughs> TM. You got to think Florida's going to do something big this offseason, personnel-wise, at least. Did they fire their... Or, oh, boy. They fired their coach. They got Joel Quinville. <laughs> Did they fire their coach, Steven? Did he going, just step aside? I, I was going to let you walk yourself yeah. back out of that trap no, oh you no. snared yourself in. That's where we're at. Yes, they fired Bob Boofner. I guess. Much, <laughs> much to the that can't be a person. of Logan Couture, who stuck up for his coach on... Twitter. Wait, did he have him before somewhere else? Yeah, Bob Boofner, who I guess was an assistant with the San Jose Sharks. Oh, well, he boofed it up. So, <laughs> yes, he sure did. I'm interested to see what Florida does next year, see what they where they finish in the standings, because you're in a tough division. You're in a division with Tampa Bay and Toronto and Boston, uh, up-and-coming Montreal. Sure, you got some bottom feeders like Detroit and Buffalo, but... And Ottawa, Ottawa too. But if you're Florida, you got to do something. You're either at the bottom with all the have-nots or at the top with all the people that have it. And they're picking a lane, and it makes it a lot more interesting because it does get kind of boring just watching Leafs Boston, Tampa Bay just stick in the top three. It'd be really cool to have a fourth team pushing on them or even make the playoffs, period, because right now it's all Metro all the time. Five teams that make the playoffs for them seems like every year. So... I'd love to see Florida get in the mix. They've seemed like they've been close every other year. It's they've like so they're almost talent. there. How are they not already? Well, goaltending. Let's be yeah. honest. I'm sorry, Roberto, but you gotta go. So I don't know if they'll get Panarin, but I'm like 101 percent sure. Yeah, <laughs> that they're getting Bobrovsky. And the weird thing with Bobrovsky is though, it's a flip of a coin. Do you get you know odd year Bobrovsky that's amazing, or you get even year Bobrovsky that's terrible? And I don't know which one of those is right, but. It's, I guess, better than James Reimer, who's kind of not there at all, or Roberto Luongo, who's 41, 40, uh, and just doesn't have it anymore. I mean, just physically, just can't play that many games. So it'd be great to have an actual goaltender. And they've got Barkov. I think they even said that Quinville was like, wants to go to Florida for Florida and Barkov. And I was like, just by name alone. Like, okay. About Vinny Trocheck, he doesn't give a he doesn't fuck know who about the Vinny Trocheck. Who are you? I don't know. Here's somebody. Here's the live WWE update. A spoiler alert: The Undertaker <laughs> returned <gasps> what? tonight, oh, attacking man. someone. We could go. We'll go watch it. After. Okay. It's Thank you. It's Thank recording. you. Um, he attacked the guitar guy. You remember the guy yeah. that wasn't going to get attacked? That's who he attacked. Sweet. It was a guarantee. <laughs> I didn't know for sure it was The Undertaker. I had like a little suspicion, but that's what happened. So, uh, no, none of us want to walk with Elias, but let's walk right over to Game Reviews, which are going to be very quick this week, because who cares? That's last season already. Mm-hmm. Um, any thoughts on what the Quinville signing means for us, other than that the dream is dead, so very, very dead. It means Vegeta going Super Saiyan Blue here in this gif you've put on yes, here. Yes, that's the Panthers who are going Super oh, Saiyan Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. 
I think that's Joel Quenville going Super Saiyan. Sure. Um, Draw a little squiggly mustache. There's some goofy little squiggle on his left boob right there. Yeah. Make Vegeta grab his nuts. Was and that there like, you go. Was that little circle? You know more DBZ stuff yeah. than I. Was that little circle a sign that he was possessed by somebody or something? No, no, no. I Honestly, I haven't watched a lot of Super. It's probably uh, some dude that trained him. Do you know? Okay. No, when he had the big M on his forehead, that's when he was like... Possessed by Majin Buu. Right? Yeah, yeah. Had all that power, and Me, then he like Chua, killed himself and... and yeah. yeah. And, sacrificed himself. And then fucking Boo wasn't dead anyway. Because yeah. they never are. You no. think these people would learn. <laughs> no. Sure don't. You blow yourself up against a big fat bubble uh, guy and no. he just, just comes laughs, back together. Oh, uh, uh, what a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> Whole episodes of that show were just people going, ah, it was very I nice. maintain that you had to you have to watch it because then you're invested in the eye. Oh, you sure are. I yeah. loved that show back as a kid, but it was not American made or for American <laughs> audiences. Uh, speaking of things <laughs> that were not fit for American audiences, the Chicago Blackhawks defeated the St. Louis Blues 4-3. This was a shit show. Here's the headline question. Mm -hmm. Was it Jake Allen's final game in a Blues jersey? No. Come to your head, Ian. No. Oh, God. No, it's not. Will it be the final game in a Blues jersey this season? No. Oh, shit. I don't think so. I think this team's going to make a stupid mistake and put him in that at some point. I'm hoping in relief, and then when you worry all game long, like, oh, God, they're going to go back to him in, like, game four or whatever. Like, Jesus. They'll, Craig Brewery will sweep in, sweep us off our feet and go, no, no, no. Jordan Bennington will start next no, game. No, no, and no. Go, oh. Evan Fitzpatrick will start. <laughs> we are starting broken <laughs> Billy Husa before we start Jake Allen. You feel me? Um, no, I think he's going to be, I think he's going to be here next year. He's going to be here to start. He'll be the backup. He gets traded November. Oh no, that's my nightmare. He gets traded in November when we use him as a backup and all, all of his backup starts. Most of his backup starts are poop and they go, oh, we <laughs> can't even can't use you as a backup. Him. I don't know. They trade him to Siberia. <laughs> 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 they get rid of him. They pay Vinny down by the docks. Two links pelts. <laughs> he has little cement feet. He's mm, Vinny. Mm. Hey Vinny. Vinny becomes Villy, and then you're all set. Yep. It was yeah, poop game. Speaking of nightmare scenarios, Jonathan Taves sets a career high with his 35th goal. Patrick Kane, 65 assists. Jesus. They missed the playoffs, and therefore Patrick Kane will not be the league MVP. And that is the only reason mm. Patrick Kane will not be the league MVP. We should do awards sometime. Yep. Um, Drake Kajula assisted. Vladimir Tarasenko with the 32nd. Goal of the season. He had a red-hot week and was named the first star of the week with seven points. We'll get there. Artem Anisimov, 15th goal. Patrick Kane, 42nd goal. David Perron and Tyler Bozak help the team tie the game. Nothing happens in overtime. It's a shootout. Allen's in net on the shootout. You know how it's going to go. Blues mm-hmm. lose 4-3. Blues outshot the Hawks by a thin margin. One more of the faceoffs have one power point goal to the Hawks, zero, but were out hit. They blocked them, outblocked them 20-16, to and they had only three giveaways to the Hawks, 12, and yet they could not win this game. Why? Lazy. 
super lazy. Playing down to your competition, playing down to a team that's not a playoff team, which is fine because at least they're not in the playoffs. At least the Blues don't have to play a team that's not in the playoffs be in the playoffs. <laughs> Fucking stupid. <laughs> I get that line. It's great, but like... I just don't like that they're playing down to any competition. What if you're playing the Winnipeg Jets, let's say, and you're beating them 3 nothing, and Winnipeg's just trying their darndest, and you go, you know what, we're just going to take our foot off the gas a little bit because what are they going to do, score three goals in the third? And then they do, and then they beat you because you learn to do that. It's ingrained in you to do it from shittier teams before you. I don't know. Am I crazy for thinking that? Maybe. Anyways. I'm with you. Baby, I'm yeah, not a great game. Day. If they could have got the extra point, they would have got home ice at least. Yeah. I don't think they would have finished first, but I know they, they would at least would have had they won before the shootout. Oh, okay. If they just won this game, they would have been first because they would have been tied in row with Nashville oh, and, and had tied the, in points. And, and we, we had, had the, the season head -head series. Record. Nice. So, wow. Oh. Fuck that up. <laughs> Um, Very blues of us. Uh, sure, it sure is. Uh, what did you get from Reddit? You had oh, something yes. from Reddit? Yes, credit to user True Tiger for putting together a chart of all the playoff teams and their win percentages versus playoff and non-playoff teams. So the Blues are second best against playoff teams of all the teams in the playoffs with 61.9% win percentage, only behind Tampa Bay. But the Blues are the worst against non-playoff teams of all the teams in the playoffs. At 46.2%. I'll have you know the closest team next to the Blues in that worst winning percentage was the Pittsburgh Penguins at 50-something. Everyone else was over 60%. Why do we allow this? Year after year, we pull this shit. Mm. Coach after coach. It's almost like... There is, and always has been, a critical leadership problem on this team that we've just swept under the rug. And that, my dear children, is what we call foreshadowing. <laughs> you just tuck that one away for the end of the playoffs, or when it gets shitty next season, or when we trade Alex Petrangelo suddenly and unexpectedly. Mm -hmm. We're going to pull that out all the time, so you just be ready for it. When they trade them and they turn to that whole thing where everyone talks about a thing that they pretend they always talked about before. They trade him and suddenly he was a well-established yeah. Jeremy Rutherford goes, we all know Alex Petrangelo oh, was Dougie Hamilton so 2.0. Piece of shit. <laughs> Fucking museum-looking <laughs> art movie-watching. You a museum-looking motherfucker? <laughs> this guy went to some place for wine one time because when the boys want to go pound brewskis... Mm. Oh, no. He's a wine, and he won't drink it if it's not a Cabernet something. Mm -hmm. mm. Pino, get the fuck out of here. Pino. Pino. <laughs> well done. Uh, the Blues played the Philadelphia Flyers in St. Louis. Colton Pareko was out for maintenance, which is kind of sad because he had not missed a game for a very long time. Mm. Um, a little... I, Strange decision, but I guess gear him up for the playoffs so that we can lose in six games Man. instead of five. What worries me um, about that is, like, what if he's just brutalized? You know what I mean? If yeah. he's already kind of banged up, oh, how much how much longer does he have on this earth? <laughs> <laughs> Darkness is closing. Yeah. <laughs> Edmondson was uh, injured since March 12th, but came back for this game. Zach Sanford was scratched. Who cares? Fabry back in the lineup for the first time since 
March 14th, which was a terrible performance against Ottawa, not to be confused with a terrible performance against Philadelphia, which he would give this night. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Although he has not been good this season. Mm-mm. Bennington is back in the net. The Blues win 7-3 off goals from Barbashev, O'Reilly, Steen, Maroon, Perron, Shin, and Steen. Steen with two goals. The team desperately tried to get in the hat trick. Mm. They could not succeed. But Alex Steen did record his 10th goal of the season, making him the only, making Rob Robert Thomas, the only forward that didn't have 10? I think Zach Sanford, too. Okay, okay. Well, that's acceptable, then, because Robert Thomas sucks. I think <laughs> yeah, he's, all, been a, he's a bust. He's, he's a big old bust. bust. Um, Ryan O'Reilly ties his career high in goals from the 2013-14 season with Colorado. This is long after he smashed past his career high in points. Mm-hmm. Um, any other notes? Blues set a franchise record for the fastest five goals to start a game oh my god i forgot yeah this, i forgot what actually was going on this, in this was game. five three at the end of the first period no 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 no, no, no. it was five two before Four, the 10 yeah. minute mark that's ridiculous we've we got to the game shit. and before we even got to our seats and we were only like whatever this is we were only four minutes late. It was two goals by the Blues. I'm like, oh, man, those are going to be like the only two goals we score. And then it was just a fucking barrage. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, yeah, so it was 5-3. The Blues iced it away with a shin goal and a steam goal. Outshot the Flyers. Lost the faceoff battle. 2-4 to four power play, etc., etc. Um, anything else from this mm. game? Uh, Blues buckled down really well in the second and third period defensively. Looked like they were a playoff team playing a non-playoff team, which is pretty good to see given our aforementioned win record against non-playoff teams. They had a fun little, um, what is that, where celebrity lookalike? It was all gritty. It was gritty, like Kardashian gritty, oh, where he's okay. got like the shit on his butt, <laughs> which That's is not, cool. you know, the, 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 whatever that is, wine, glass, uh-huh, porn, I'm yeah, aware. you've seen, I'm has aware. everyone seen that picture? They probably didn't picture? show the uh, full image there. No, on no. Them, no. Uh, <laughs> shocking, shocking. <laughs> they also did like sexy gritty and a bunch of stuff. I, like, I know Kim Kardashian will just do yeah. whatever, but who do you think <laughs> pitched that idea? We want you to put. A wine glass. Or whatever, champagne. That's what I was thinking, yeah. And then we're going to pour champagne into it. Because you got a big ass. And the point is, it's on your ass. (laughs) The point is, she goes, I love it. (laughs) I'm in. But then they showed... They they ain't call me Kim Kardashian Dashian for nothing. (laughs) They did a playoff gritty. And then when they cut to the lookalike, it was an empty chair, and people were like going ape because oh, you know that's no so flyers. Cold. They were going so crazy for gonna, that. Where's the heat? That's for what the I. Flyers? That's what I was saying. I was like, damn, this ain't the Blackhawks people. Shit, people were going crazy for that. Oh my god. Also, they showed Yachty and Wainwright in a box, and people. Mm. I like the Cardinals. It's great, but it was a little depressing that so many people were like, "Fucking right!" and just the like only lo- team that matters. <laughs> yeah. People are losing their minds. I was like, I this is a little d- this, but sad. That's what I wanted to see, which yeah. I could have seen for cheaper. Yeah, yeah not great. Not Anyways. Great uh, Yachty and Adam Wainwright did sing Friends in Low Places after completing a, I believe, two-game sweep of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Ooh. Great video. Check it out on the tubes. I don't think it's probably there, but hit up Yachty's Instagram. Ian, one more game. The St. Louis Blues at the 
Vancouver Can or no, the Vancouver Canucks at the St. Louis Blues. Blues win three to two. It's the final game of the season. Bozak's out for maintenance. Pareko's out for maintenance. Samford is back in. Shin Tarasenko score two of our three goal or two of our goals, and then we go to a shootout. I forgot how this shitty season ended. Um, <laughs> Braden Shin Tarasenko score. Tanner Pearson, Elias Pettersson for them scoring the goals. O'Reilly, Pettersson, Perron. Besser, take the shootout shots. Only the Blues score. We win 3-2. to two. Thoughts on this game? Uh, I'm just glad they won it. I'm just so glad that they won it. It didn't really matter. I don't, you know, in the grand scheme of things. But, like, please don't lose the Vancouver Canucks. We would have been 0-3 against them. I guess we would have been 0-2-1 this season. Because if you recall, and maybe you've wiped those games from your brain, as I've tried to, the other two games we played Vancouver were awful losses. Just awful losses. It was like a 5-1, a 6-1, something like that. Mm. Nasty, nasty, nasty. And I was like, please, you've improved enough that you shouldn't lose to them in OT or the shootout. You should be beating this team handedly yet again. Uh, like some of the more recent games against non-playoff teams. But thankfully, the shootout was cut and dry. Thank God. That's all I'm saying. All, all I'm saying is people who are talking about how red hot the Blues are versus how shitty the Jets are in the grand scheme, that's very true. This last week, not great. Not great. We mm-hmm. lost a game we had no business losing. We went to a shootout in another game we had no business going to a shootout in. And the third game was just a, just a fuck fest. It was just a just a shitty, shitty nothing. <laughs> and our defense looked terrible. Granted, Pareko was out, but still. Yeah. I don't think it's cut and dried. Any other thoughts from the Vancouver game? No, but I did want to mention that uh, Blues finished third in the Central with 99 points and a record of 45, 28, and 9. We had, I'm not going to remember who it was, that tweeted at us about looking at our Central Division preview from this past fall and seeing how it matched up to where everyone finished this season at the end here. So I wrote down, I went back into the old vault, the old Two Guys No Cup vault, very dusty, <laughs> filled with lots <laughs> of memorabilia. We go back and do our results. Folks, we're opening the vault and Bambi is now on VHS again. You can buy Bambi at Walmart. <laughs> We've taken it out of you the vault. You remember that shit? That was so weird. I'm like, it's in a vault? What a weird, like, dirty sales tactic that yeah. was. Sometimes I'd be like, Cinderella 3, out of the vault. And I'm like, yeah, and into the fire. <laughs> because no one wants that. Uh... <laughs> Cinderella befriends a dragon. Is it real? Is it fake? Only you can decide. It's fake. Yeah. Text in your answer. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... With your rotary <laughs> <laughs> Good online, but only with a parent's permission. Uh-huh. Your dial-up, don't knock grandma off the phone. Uh, you'll float too, neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yes, going back to episode 55, Ipswich it up. I don't know why. We, for some reason, we were coming from Ipswich that weekend. It was different. Why did we come from Ipswich? I listened to it. I don't remember. The whole episode? Most I'm of sure it. sure there was an Ipswich reference. Oh, we were just hailing from yeah, Ipswich. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was like, how did we get to Ipswich? So, Stephen, you said that you couldn't pick between Nashville and Winnipeg and who would be in first, but first and second, flip-flop them around. 
whatever. But you did say we would come in third, and you even specified low 100s, high 90s. Mm. 99 points, Nostradamus. <laughs> you said Minnesota from the first wild card. <laughs> Dallas in the second wild card, so closer. Got it. And then Colorado and Chicago. Piece of cake. Rounding it out. I had. Winni- I was right about yeah. most of that. No, we got we hit pretty hard on this. Uh, Winnipeg, I said was first. Then Nashville, so flip flop those around. St. Louis third. Dallas first wild card right on. Minnesota wild card not so much. And folks, I didn't even mention the other two teams. In fact, Stephen, you said Colorado in passing. I had to go back to hear it. I said Colorado. Not at all. And we both said Chicago dead last. So we did not give two craps about the Avalanche. I'm sorry, Avalanche. Please beat Nashville. They're in the playoffs. Go do it. Go get the job done. Speaking of the playoffs, would you like to pause briefly and do a draft lottery simulation? I'm just going to click a button. Do it. You ready? Here we go. Here's the draft lottery. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> With your 15th pick, the Arizona Coyotes. Oh, okay. For, with your 14th pick, Joel Quinville's Florida Panthers. The Chicago Blackhawks, the Minnesota Wild, oh, the Philadelphia Flyers, or Flyers, and the Vancouver Canucks are 13 through 10. Oh, followed no. By the Anaheim Ducks, the New York Rangers, the Buffalo Sabres, the Detroit Rangers. No! <laughs> the New Jersey Devils, and the Los Angeles King, no! meaning your first, your third overall pick is going to the team with the best young talent in all of hockey, uh, Thomas Shabbat, the Ottawa Senators, who will then surrender it to the um, Colorado Avalanche, meaning that your number two overall pick, you can calm down, Ian, because the number two overall pick is going to the team with the best player in the NHL, and that would be Ryan Telling of the Montreal Canadiens, meaning that your number one overall pick is going to Daryl Cates' Edmonton Oilers, Ian. Oh, my God. How are you feeling? Uh, Is clockwork oranging his eyes right now, people? I give all credit to Elliot Friedman, who said, and they never circled back to this point, and I hate them for not doing it, on 31 Thoughts, that if the Edmonton Oilers, and I think you even said the Buffalo Sabres, win the draft lottery, they are changing the rules of the draft lottery. Did he really yeah. say that? That's terrific. He's like, I'm guessing, he's like, it's just a hunch, but I bet they would. Do, oh my god, no. No. Do it on the spot. <laughs> oh my god, no. Because that'll be, because they'll say they're fine. They'll get fucking Jack Hughes, and I'm like, oh. Did it again? <laughs> and I'm like, I guess we're good. I'm like, did it again? Again's it bad. Happen. Again's bad. Uh, I clicked it again. Senators pick first. Oh, much better. Rangers, Sabres, and the Edmonton Oilers are all the way down at seven. Much better. Oh, sorry, folks. Ah, what this a just the darkest timeline. Ian, would you like to take us into the play? Oh, oh. We've got an upset. We've got an update. There will be no unification of WWE's top championships because (laughs) the two champions were attacked by Sheamus and Cesaro, who, Ian, you don't know this, but many wrestling fans do, do not just set the bar. They are the bar. (laughs) And then they hold their hands out like this because it makes like a, a bar shape. 
Sort of. But anyway, they were attacked. It was a disqualification. Kofi Kingston technically wins, but you cannot win the title via disqualification thanks to something known as the champion's advantage. Whether there should be a champion's advantage when both people in the match are champions, who knows? But in any case, that has led to a tag team match, which was always the foregone conclusion. And all is well. All is well in the WWE universe. We're all well. Okay, so everybody's safe. Sorry I didn't spoiler alert you, but uh, Sorry, Kofi Kingston's WWE title reign will be at least two evenings long. <laughs> would not be a good look. Wow, that would be bad. speaking, not a great look to have your first black champion have a one-day title reign in 2019. Maybe just skip that bus altogether so and catch like, the next one. That's like when they dusted Black Panther after <laughs> one movie. They're I like, guess we can oh, boy. Snap. There's only room for one of you, and that's War Machine. <laughs> <laughs> Rhodey all the way, baby. He's our moneymaker. Yeah, man, Rhodey's going to die. Rhodey's going to die. Probably, because it's Don Cheadle and he's done with this shit. Yeah. Who's going to die, Cap? Cap's going to die. Oh, Iron he's, Man. Yeah, it's dead. all the people that are too expensive. Yeah. Sebastian Shaw, totally safe. That <laughs> idiot signed like an 11 teen movie deal. So yeah. he's fine. He's Captain America forever. Right. Oh, for sure. Who's the new Iron Man? Maybe it'll be Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, I got some thoughts on this movie, but we'll, uh, they'll be too long. We'll do it. Either, depending on how much time we have left, or in a future episode. Mm. And then we're going to go see that movie. Mm. Mm-hmm. What's some... the other movie we have to see? Isn't there another one? Shazam? Shazam. Shazam? We got to go see Shazam. Mm. It's out now. Good reviews. We'll talk about it next episode. What about Hellboy? Ooh. <laughs> oh, no. David Harbour, we love to support you, but not love that much. Mm-mm. Ian, would you like to talk us through this playoff matchup? The St. Louis Blues will start their NHL playoffs on the road against the Winnipeg Jets this Wednesday. They will end their campaign four games later at home. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. I am kidding. Let's talk about it. We'll play playoff hockey at very least a week from now, longer than a week from now, we get at least one full week of playoff hockey. We're and that's a positive. It. We're guaranteed mm-hmm. it. Unless Gary Bettman jumps in the ring and cancels a game <laughs> and says the Jets are winners now. By champions advantage. Yeah. And it's come full circle. I'm going to use that in every walk of life. I was honking mm. me for cutting them off, but that's just the champion's advantage. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. Please They'll be like, do. what? I say it to no one in my vehicle. Uh, man, I'll tell you what. Blues versus Jets. I think last week in our our Bachelor of the NHL Playoffs Western Conference Season 9, uh, I picked... Winnipeg to get to the third round of who I would want to play. They got all the way there. I booted out. Man, who did I even boot out to start? Dallas. And then the Coyotes? Okay, whatever me. Um, And I said, Winnipeg, I still wouldn't mind playing them. Middle of the pack. But man, I was wrong. Why would I want to play Winnipeg? That was a good sound effect because I have ADD. Garbage can. Mmm. Why? They belong in the garbage. Yeah. What were you thinking? I don't know. Doesn't this is Dallas my fault. seem like such a dream match? God, now? I wish I had Dallas. Jesus, mm, come back to they're me. They're the Bachelorette. You chose them. 
I mean, I chose Nashville. Or no, I chose Colorado. Them, oh, you kicked them off first. You're yeah. Right, you're right. You're right. I kicked their ass to the curb because they were crazy. Mm, they were. And a little racist. Or was it Nashville? <laughs> Nashville, Nashville was, was the racist. racist. Unsurprisingly. But yeah. It's this, all their fault. This is a interesting matchup because I think of all the teams we could play, this is the team that plays the most like the Blues and probably historically within the last couple of seasons... A better version of the blues. Mm-hmm. They scare me. They, they scare, scare me, me with their more. yeah. They scare me with their size. They scare me with their physicality, and they like any NHL uh, commentator would say. They just say two of the same things. They'd say this team's very physical and heavy. Mm, they're big and heavy. Thanks, Pierre. But part of me also says. <laughs> Like, who gives a shit? I don't think I don't think the Jets are that scary while also thinking that they are scary. I think they're believably beatable. I think last season, I'd be even more scared of playing them. This mm-hmm. season, maybe because I saw them get... What'd they lose in five games to Vegas? I mean, granted, that was the Western Conference Finals. A lot of games played. They probably ran out of gas. They'd never been that deep before in the playoffs as a team. But still, they I would have never picked Vegas to beat them. Even after the two series Vegas won against L.A., shit team. Oh, we were still thinking. They, yeah, exactly. We were getting no, we were like, no, Vegas won two, and they were lucky to win two series. So lucky how teams are to win two series, get the Western Conference Finals. But I really didn't think they are going to be the Jets, and they beat them 5-1. Five, five, five they beat them 4-1. Mm-hmm. So I think anything's possible, and that's just the mantra of the playoffs, and that's why I'm putting my hat on for the series. I think there's ways to beat this team. I think Bennington has to play out of his mind, so basically just the way he has generally been playing. I think the Blues have to capitalize on the Jets' pretty awful PK in the back half of the season. I believe it's like 27th in the league. So really, have a, have a really good power play against them. I think we finished about 7th, at least in the back half of the season too. I'm kind of trying to judge everything on the back half of the season because if you combine everything together, we got absolutely destroyed by the Jets. We were 1-2-1 and against them. They scored 18 goals on us to our 10. One of those games was a five-goal outburst by, let's say, Shifley, by Line, who granted has only scored 11 goals since that outburst, I think. The guys feast or famine all season long, and it's been more famine hey, than feast. Man, it is a feast. Sorry, that's a Foo Fighters. So okay. Remember when we were gonna go see them? Ian? it was it was mutual. We that was like over there. almost. We dropped the yeah, ball. We did. The Winnipeg Jets are the fifth youngest team in the NHL on average. At an I wouldn't believe that. Twenty five point eight, according to the Athletic. The St. Louis Blues, I don't feel like counting, but are roughly middle of the pack at twenty seven point three. The Old. Winnipeg Jets are, on average, the tallest team in the NHL. I believe it. With an average height of seventy four point four. I'm assuming inches on these Canadian people. I don't know, but 74.4 centimeters would not be very tall. (laughs) uh, Maybe they're measuring liters. The St. Louis Blues are a full inch on average shorter. 73.4, making them the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7th tallest team. Mm. The average weight... Of the two teams are the Winnipeg Jets coming in seventh 
at an average weight of 203.6 pounds. Of course, all of these are before Kevin Hayes was added to the mm. roster, so who knows? And Jordan Bennington, I don't know how tall or heavy he is. Oh, he can't be heavy at all. He's a goalie. The St. Louis Blues have an average weight at 6th in the NHL with 203.8 Chunkier. pounds. The average draft position, the Blues are, where would you say, what would you guess? Just guess wildly where we are in the league. The average draft position? Where we are in the league, so how many firsts, closer to firsts we have mm-hmm. than There's dead zero lasts. question who number one on this list is. Oh, yeah. It's not Edmonton, it's the other one, oh. just to be clear. Okay. So there's one question, is it Edmonton <laughs> or Buffalo? It's not Edmonton, because they, well, I mean, I guess Milan Lucic could have been a high draft pick. Just a is this the roundabout way of saying it's Buffalo? It's Buffalo, yeah. Um, are we... Average draft position of 26.1, that's seven whole ticks higher on average than number two, the Vancouver Canucks. We are... 14th. Um, close. We are actually 8th. 48.7. Man, I was going to guess 7. The Winnipeg Jets are actually 13th at 52.3. Weird. And the lowest team, just for poop and giggle, 82.6, the San Jose Sharks, of course. How many, what percentage, (laughs) since we're here, this, this podcast, all over the rails, by the way, but... What percentage of NHL players would you guess are Canadian? What percentage? It's got to be, you've got an okay amount of Americans, and you have a fair amount of Europeans. Oh, it's got to be like 72. Ooh, way high. Oh, really? 3.7. Man, wow, okay. Followed by which four countries? Oh, U.S. 26.3. Russia. They are fifth. At 4.5%. Sweden. 10.2%. Finland. 5.6%. Followed by the Czech Republic, Switzerland, Denmark, Germany, Slovakia, Austria, France, France, Norway, (laughs) and other. And Israel. Very possible. And let's get real disgusting. What percentage (laughs) of NHL players do you think come from the province of Ontario? Alone. <laughs> oh man, you said forty something, whatever. We're Canadian. Uh huh. Twenty-four. Nineteen point one, but you were in the yeah. right range. Quebec is second. Alberta, BC, Manitoba, Saskatchewan, Minnesota has more NHL players than Manitoba or Saskatchewan. That's kind of sad. With four point five percent. But they're the only so, U.S. So they're Canadians. more like Canada than some Canadian provinces, is what uh-huh. they would say. Uh-huh. Pick a here's side. The here's, the, here's the thing. Only 10% of the NHL's players come from somewhere in the North America, other than Ontario, Quebec, Alberta, British Columbia, Manitoba, and Saskatchewan, which are not all the Canadian provinces, I think, mm-hmm. but most of them. What about Prince or, Edward Island? Exactly. Or Nova Scotia, Minnesota, <laughs> Michigan, Massachusetts, New York, Wisconsin, Illinois, forty-four states, and at least one or two other provinces that make up for ten percent, almost eleven percent of the wow. So Stephen, so the Winnipeg Jets. Would you say that you're deflecting because you don't feel very confident <sighs> about the series? I am 
terrified. He's sweating. I said it. I am sweating because it's hot. I mean, it's hot room, here. You know, it's a 75 degree day in St. Louis. Don't look anyway. at me. There's another human in this building. <laughs> um, seven, uh, yeah. So, I get all the arguments. I get that Winnipeg is like 15-15-3 in their last 33 games. I get that they had a closed-door meeting last week. I get that they surrendered a comfortable lead on first place to fall all the way to second. All the way. (laughs) Which, you know, almost tied for third, really. I get all of that. I get that the Blues are red hot. I'm terrified. I think there is no team that owns us. I think we have a tramp stamp on our back (laughs) that says property of... The Winnipeg Jets, I think they have our number absolutely and indisputably. And here is the frozen proof, to quote Fallout Boy. The Winnipeg Jets have been here say? forever, I think so. Yeah. I always thought it was chosen fruit. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> no, Who knows? no, no, continue. <laughs> the Winnipeg Jets this season, as you already mentioned, beat us in three out of four games, once in overtime, for a total record of 1-2-1, two, and one, with a goal differential of minus eight for the Blues. That included the 5-1 to one loss in our home-slash-season opener, the 5-4 to four loss in Winnipeg that followed that shortly thereafter, the 8-4 to four loss, Ugh. yuck, that was uh, also at St. Louis, and then the gritty one to nothing victory Ooh, that we got I remember in that. Winnipeg. That was the is it turning around game? Uh huh. We had a couple of those. And we sure did, but that one might have been true. The 2018 Winnipeg Jets beat us two times to their two times, but those two times were a four were both four to nothing home victories. We beat them two to nothing and five to two. So those were back and forth kind of blowouts. Mm-hmm. That goal differential was minus three, though, and the record was 2-2-0. Two, two, and oh. In 2017, the Blues were 0-4-1 against the Winnipeg Jets with a goal differential of minus 11. 2017, by the way. Uh, 2016-17 being the last time we made the playoffs when we were oh-so-good. Mm-hmm. Oh, so <laughs> we lost in uh, the game that you and I attended. That uh. is the stuff of legend for how it concluded. A 3-2 overtime victory where 15,000 people in the then Scott Trade Center stood silently in unison <laughs> and headed for the exits. <laughs> then the Jets handed us our asses 5-3 to three at home in back-to-back games, it looks like, unless I duplicated that. No, that's five total games. 5-3 to three at home in back-to-back games. Then a 3 to nothing victory at the Scott Trade Center, followed by a 5-2 to two victory in uh, Winnipeg for a total goal differential of minus 11 and a record of 0-4-1. Totally combined, that means in the last three years we are 3-8-2 against the Winnipeg Jets and have surrendered 22 more goals than we've scored. I do not think there is a way to spin this that this is a good matchup for us. I do not quite frankly think there is a way to spin this that says we win this series, but I am very open to correction, so Mm. please give me hope. You gotta believe. 
And that's all I got. No, you got... Kofi Kingston's the WWE yeah. champ. Anything so is possible. Literally, any, I cannot communicate to you mm-hmm. because you don't watch wrestling. But imagine that. Imagine that the Minnesota Wild. To take all your personal emotion out My of that. My prejudices, yes. Imagine that the Minnesota Wild just won the Stanley Cup next year. It was a guy who maybe once upon the time a time they were good, and then they just sort of faded to the background, and they were always there. Mm-hmm. And you always, again, not you personally, but you <laughs> always enjoyed him. But never, ever, ever were they a cup contender, and then just bam! In two months, they won the cup. That's Kofi Kingston winning mm. the title. So it could happen. That could be us. We could Maybe be Kofi I'm in Kingston. A wor- new world of hope. Prove Ooh. it to me. Will they say that too? No. Kofi Kingston also had a wonderful theme that he no longer uses called SOS back when he was a f- phony Jamaican. Delightful. I'll play it for you later. Okay. Maybe we'll play ourselves out with it today because mm. we need to be SOS. <laughs> Shit out of. Stuff out of sight. <laughs> um, give me hope and do it, Jordan Bennington. There, you got oh, two no. words, Jordan Bennington. Oh, no, that's it's a, going pear shape. <laughs> do you know how bad that is? That like my hope that's is like hope. it's the goalie. He'll just stop it. Remember Jake Allen when he when he won us the uh, wild matchup, the wild series. Didn't that look great? Didn't that like instill an amazing amount of confidence in you against Nashville? It sure didn't for me, folks. Not at all. And nothing against Jake Allen. Seriously, it was just that the rest of the team looked like poo, and you weren't thinking, "Oh, well, they move in the second round on the back of a goalie, and that's it." So now they figured it out because they didn't. Ian, do you care to remind people? I tried to tell you Jordan Bennington, and I swung into like scary Jake Allen yeah, mode. Right, Sorry, which is the point. Do you would you like to remind people who had to score the series winning oh, yeah. goal to get us to the second round? Magnus Payarvi. It was Magnus. Payarv people, Magnus Peyote score <laughs> winning goal in that series. That's how shitty we were. Mm. Go ahead. I'm gonna spin it back positive because I took it negative. Jordan Bennington, they've never faced this guy before. He's stone cold. That time they got shut out. Was it? I had to be right. Allen didn't get a shot. He got one this year, but I don't think it was that late. Oh no, I don't think they looking it up. I don't think they faced him at all. So I think the last time we played them was in December. Oh shit, you're right. We haven't oh, played was him it Chad Johnson though? Oh my god, was oh, it? Oh, we're gonna find out. Wow, it's gonna be so satisfying. You know that's one of those weird because um, he did get a shutout this year. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be one of those weird trivia questions that we're gonna forget, like in ten years, and they go, "What was the one? Who was the goalie that got like a shutout for the Blues, but only played like ten games?" You're like, "I don't know," like Chad Johnson. Oh boy, I think you're right. Oh, I clicked. On the Winnipeg Jets page. But, while you're looking it up, they've never faced, as far as I can tell, Jordan Bennington before. And Bennington's never been in the NHL playoffs, and it can be intimidating. But I think he has the makeup, the mentality of a goalie that can handle himself. I don't know what it'll be like starting on the road. Could be a little get in his head. It was Jake Allen's lone shutout. Wow. Which is all the more reason that when Jordan Bennington drops dick on the ice, Mm -hmm. they're going to say, Jake Allen, get out here and save us. Oh, no. And he'll look down and whisper, no. (laughs) (laughs) Folks, if if they put in Jake... 
if they put Jake Allen in to start a game, it's already over. I'm dead serious. If he starts one game... And this isn't Jake Allen hatred, no, just for the record. No, we're... What it is is that team's already in its own yeah, too much. Yeah, that's what I mean. Done. They're not going to start Jake Allen after game one loss. They're not going to start Jake Allen maybe even after a game two loss, but they're going to, at game three, when they are, they're going to be like, man, we can't be down 3-0, so we got to try something different. Mm-hmm. We're going to put in Jake Allen, and I'll be honest with you, if we're down 2-0 against the Winnipeg Jets, you ain't I'm, not, back. I'm not feeling it, man. I think this is said every time you start on the road. I think it's always said. They have to win one of these first two games. Oh, they yes. have to. You have to. You have to. There's no. There's no. There's no two ways about it. Man, we have not talked about the playoffs on this podcast before. When the playoffs are happening, we haven't at so all. We've, so, so we've crazy. said this to each other, but uh, now I realize we haven't said this. You have to. You have to. You have to. You there's, cannot. It. It's not an option. Mm-mm, mm-mm. And they're gonna be whitening out that building. Ooh, scary. It's snow colored. Yeah. It's gonna be snowy outside because it's so damn cold. And <laughs> you scuds. But anyway. <laughs> Um. Yeah, they just gotta win it. Just the back-breaking depression I will feel. <laughs> Even if we lose game one, it will just be such utter hope. Do you believe in our? I mean, do you believe more in this team's depth than any other depth we've had before? I kind of do a little bit. Yes, we've got better depth. I always think that's an overrated virtue in the playoffs. You that is the thing the, where like your stars. Have to be yeah, your stars. It's like Zach Sanford ain't winning this series for the mm. St. Louis Blues. It's similar to the Jake Allen thing. Like if we're leaning on Zach Sanford, it's already something. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like yeah, I mean, s- our depth is way better. Our defensive depth. Yeah. You got him. You got Michael Delzato, baby. See, but. Oh, please. going to play in the playoffs. Mm. <laughs> I don't, like, want him to be on this team in the playoffs, oh, but I kind of do. See going to carry the team. Yeah. He's the captain of the San Antonio mm-hmm. Rampage. Of the San Antonio Rampage, unless I just hand the C over to somebody else because their family's in the building, which is a real thing that happened this He's year. He's going to be a black ace yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Is that is that what it means? I don't know what that means at all. Mm-hmm. I've only heard that this year, but I'm sure it's an old hockey term. I think it's when you bring up players because... They, their minor season's over, and you can have an expanded roster. That was Chris Thorburn. Yeah, well, I know they brought him up, but... We didn't talk about that. And... But how long is this going to happen? The rest of the time. We haven't even gotten to Kyle Connor voice. Oh, we're getting there. Um... That's going to be nonstop. Man, <laughs> if this podcast is off the rails, I can't imagine. We're going to... Wednesday Yeah, night. we're going to record after the first game, so good God. Good God. Pray for a win. Yeah. For more reasons than one. If they lose, maybe just don't listen to this. Because it's going to be... I don't think we can hold ourselves back. But I don't think they're going to lose. Ian, you know what? I tell take us game our one. record since January 1st. Thank you for putting me back on track. I'm just... I'm going to be the, the Adam Wilde of this ship. Just interrupting your sentences to get us on point. All and right. then saying something inflammatory and wrong. <laughs> January 1st, go! I'm getting back to it. I was looking at stats. Oh, no. Now i got to fill for time. Do, 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 <laughs> That's always I good. I mean, I'm looking at it. I suppose I could just... No, no, no. Blues are 30, 10, and 5 <laughs> since January 1st, and the Jets are 22, 18, and 3. See, we're better than them. We're just better in every facet. 
but not really. Who knows? Except for having the better roster, the better coach. Whoa! Or the better goaltender. Yeah, Paul Maurice is a much better coach than Craig Berube. That's not even a discussion we're having. I do like Paul Maurice. He's a... Until, until, until. He's just fucking... Well, until until we win a game and he he starts bitching at the refs. He's like, fucking refs. I've seen that before, Pete DeBoer. Yep. Didn't he do that That was in a game they won! That was a game they won! (laughs) We're just reliving all our nightmares because we haven't talked the playoffs. Yeah, sorry. you guys know playoffs podcast. We're trying to relive our trauma. Ian, walk us through the lines for the Winnipeg JTS. Yeah, so this is the team you'll be seeing. These are the players you'll be hearing about, and uh, get used to it. That's all I got. Uh, You got Kyle Connor. Yeah! (laughs) I don't know why I decided he was going to be a 12-year-old Valley girl, Uh, but... Because he is... Ah, Okay. Yes! Yes! (laughs) Uh, You got Mark Shifley. Um, he's such a good line mate, okay? You don't even know. And then you've got Blake oh Wheeler. Oh my god, the heart and soul of this team is my line mate, Blake Wheeler. Yes. Because he's like 38. Mmm, he's so old, I, I can't even date him anymore. <laughs> you've got Nikolai Ehlers on oh, the second should, line. Should I do this for all of them? No, probably not. Probably, yeah. Nikolai Ehlers, very handsome gentleman, very handsome. What's the other guy's first name that they got from the New York Rangers? Kevin. Kevin, Kevin Hayes. The whitest name on this what team. What a boring name. On. Kevin Hayes or Blake Wheeler. Hmm, that's close. Yeah. What's Perot's first name? Matthew. Matthew Perot. Matthew P E R R E A U L T. I think it's Matthew. Matthew Perot. He's got Thanks, more hair France. than Patrick Wine, and it looks. Better. I used to get Perot mixed up with Thorburn when he was on the Jets. Because they were the same. Yeah, they're the same person. Why is Matthew Perot on their second line? Ooh, I don't because know, Patrick folks. Patrick been real bad. Folks, I don't know. If you look at that real lineup, bad. Matthew Perot on your second line? You know what I'm saying, though? They Patrick look at our... On your third line. They look at our thing, though, and they're probably Tyler like, Tyler Bozak, and you're like, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, shut up. Uh, uh, that's our Tyler. You got Andrew Kopp, Brian Little, Patrick Laine on the third line. Mm, I don't know about that. Hit us with the fourth line. And then you've got Par Lindholm, kind of mm. like a Par... Matera. He bogeys, he birdies, baby. He's par <laughs> It's Masters Week, baby. We gotta get him. What was Lowry's first name, man? Adam. Adam. Do I want to say Andrew. I thought to it was hockey. Andrew. I'm like Andrew Lowry. <laughs> oh, then I'm even worse. And Roslovic. It's like Jack. Madonna. Roslovic. No. Yes. No. <laughs> yes. That can't be his first name. Going back and forth. <laughs> he was selected, I believe, with one of the Blues selections. Really? I think you're I right. I want to say we traded. I th- want to say it was the pick we traded for Ryan Miller that they then traded to the Jets in the Tyler Myers deal. Nailed it. Walk off home run. We going to win the playoff series, baby, because I'm too smart. That's how it's graded. Hit us with the defense. I'm getting there. Nathan. It's right below what you were just boy, at. Boy. Nathan. You need me to tell you any of these guys' no. names? You got Dustin Bufflin. You got Ben Schrott. Sh- we're getting skipped, all of them. You skipped somebody. We're getting all of them. Skip value line mate. 
Oh, isn't it Dustin Bufflin? No, there's a whole line about oh, that. Oh, Jacob Truba. Nobody cares. Yeah, see, exactly. You got that Tyler Myers guy. You got that Dmitry Kulikov. And Stephen Patrick, lead singer of the Smiths Morrissey, coming back. He coming the back. Lineup, singing about meat. Is he his good? Murder. I guess he's Stephen good. Stephen Patrick Morrissey. Oh very no, good. no. I mean, he's a little morose <laughs> for most people's taste, but I adore him. If, oh, the other Morrissey. If Josh Morrissey does anything, can we clip in just like? Yes. Oh, okay. And thank we you. Shall. <laughs> anytime, anytime we have to mention Josh Morrissey's name hereafter, and let's start right yeah. here. I was happy in the haze of a drunken hour, but heaven knows I'm miserable now. Okay, so there was your Morrissey reference for the day. <laughs> there you go. I hope you enjoy every goal he scores. Mm. Pray that he scores no more goals. Mm, but it, if we're going to lose, pray that they're all Morrissey goals, because we'll be in a Smith's mood anyway. It'll be perfect. That's true. And then, of course, rounding out the bottom half of this team, Connor Hellebuck. <laughs> this <is> full <laughs> stop. Yep, that's it. Who's their backup these days? Laurent Boissois. Isn't, isn't he hurt, though? Maybe. I think they He's got some other good. dude in there. He's been real good. Winnipeg so, Jets goalies. Back up. Eric Comrie, perhaps? Yeah. Doesn't sound too great. All right, so fucking Tomahawk, fucking Hellebuck in the face, game <laughs> one, and there you win. It's a miracle that's never happened. Yeah. You're just like... Eric Comrie, like, yes, my season's over, but we play an Eric Comrie the rest of the year. If you're Craig, <laughs> you're Berube, welcome. <laughs> if you're Craig Berube, how do you not look at Alex Dean, honest to God, and say, Alex, please, I know you know what you have to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your father is a legend on this team, and you need to be a legend too. The legend. Of the black wicked, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Knee him oh. in the face. Mm. Ivan Barbashev, don't be last year's Ivan Barbashev. And don't be fl- this year's, last year's, next year's Yeah, Ivan please suplex Connor Halifax, <laughs> you small 22-year-old Russian boy. Mm-hmm. Steven. Hit me. What is your honest, in your heart of hearts, cut through the pessimism to the deeper pessimism? <laughs> And tell me, what is your prediction for this series? He's digging deep into that black heart. I'm really trying. I'm so really much tar from all the cigarettes. Think good thoughts, Jordan Bennington. Alex Petrangelo's good. Colton Pareko's pretty good. Mm, pretty good. That's underselling that son of a bitch. seriously hurt. He's, he's never going to play again. We're working down from top to bottom. He, bottom he to top. Ivan Barbashev. 13, 14 goals. This game. Oscar Sundquist. This what, game. On this, this last podcast I listened to, that Ipswich it up, we laughed. I mean, we laughed correctly. At Oscar Sundquist, we laughed when we said his name. And now he's a real player. He's a real boy. This series will end in five games. <laughs> oh, my God. I tried. I can't. I really. Five. Yes, I think we win game three. Oh, man. I thought you were going to give me an even worse, like, win game one. Then it get blitzed. <laughs> We've done that before. Oh, no. We win game three. 
here's the broken thing about being a Blues fan. We win game one and two. I'm even more scared. Oh yeah, when we were up three one against the Hawks before. I've said the story before. But I told Jordan, I'm like, you got to win game five of that series. Because if you win in game, if you don't win game five, you're not winning game six in Chicago. And if you don't win game six in Chicago, you're not beating Chicago in game seven. Mm-hmm. And that was my honest to God thinking. And we were very close. Right? <laughs> um, a post away. Yeah. I Okay. Optimistically, do we have a shot in this series? Yes, we absolutely do. The dark side is Jordan Bennington was not good in last year's AHL playoffs. Yeah. That could be an anomaly. I hope it is. If it's not, this is going to be ugly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Connor Hellebuck has not been especially good this year. Um, No Vesna candidate. But mm, they were in the conference final last year. They've dominated us for three years. I'm not willing to look at half a season and say we're the better team. I just don't buy it. Maybe maybe we'll watch the first two games, and we'll even if we split them, we'll just look so good that I'll say, yes, we can win this game. But I'm just scared. I'm just mm-hmm. honest to God scared. I want to be better. I want to be braver. I want to be the happy, positive, St. Louis proud shock jock. Not a shock, shock jock. jock. We are not shock jock. Um, I do say some shockingly stupid stuff, but there are voices. Uh, <laughs> but I'm just I'm I, I want to be there. I want to be there. I do. I'm just not sure I can. Mastercard can get you there. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, our new sponsor rolling in right at the end of Ticket, the season. Tickets to Game Seven in Winnipeg, seven thousand dollars. Watching your team win on the road, priceless. <gasps> Game seven, win on the road. Look at that. That's positivity right there. There we go. Blues in six. Blues in six. Blues in six. Okay. One, 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 one. And then the Blues won the last two. I hope you're right. I don't believe you. I hope you're right. Ian, what would you what, let's play some word association? Oh, do I get to go on five minute diatribes in <laughs> this word association? Let's just talk trash about the Winnipeg mm-hmm. Jets, shall we? Yeah, Patrick Lyonnais plays too much Fortnite, and we've all known it. I agree. Their beard game is atrocious. It's disgusting. It's gross. It looks like pubes. I said it. It's disgusting. Winnipeg is the meth capital of Canada. It is. Well, that'll be just a battle of the two meth capitals of North America. <laughs> you shut up. You shut up. You don't tell the Winnipeg fan listening to there, that. There's the story Doc Emmerich won't tell you. <laughs> We've come back to the whatever. Where did the Winnipeg Jets play? The oh, MTS Canada Center. MTS. We are back in the MTS Center, and we've got two teams on a sea of white. They're familiar with white in their respective <laughs> towns because each are the mess capitals of their respective countries. I'm talking, of course, about Canada and the United <laughs> States, where one of these teams hails from, representing the Bald Eagles oh. as the St. Louis Blues, while the Maple Leafs, not to be confused with the actual Maple are worn proudly by the Winnipeg Jets. Wow, Pierre, that's a real sentence. Have he would you say. ever tried 
Matt? <laughs> I have. Let me tell you, it's a really great game. The, the game game that can play it so fast. I had some Matt this morning. And it's so great. From Wilcox, Saskatchewan. Tyler Myers is the poor man's Colton Pareka. I'll do one better. He's the poor man's Joel Edmondson. Oh, damn. And that's before either of those two people were in the NHL. People <laughs> said that after he was drafted. <laughs> poor man's Joel Edmondson. When Tier was making the draft comp in 2012, he was like, this reminds me of a kid 15 years old. He's the poor man's Joel Edmondson. Mm-hmm. Connor hella but kind of hella sucks. <laughs> And if someone doesn't make that a sign at the Enterprise Center, you failed us. You failed everyone. Please, please, if any of you, if any of you are going to the Enterprise Center, please make a Connor Hellebuck kind of hella sucks sign and just hashtag TGNC on that baby. Mm. I'll just, <laughs> just I don't just know that what reward we can give you, but we'll find one. We'll find you. We'll find you, and we'll give you one. Their third jerseys are trash. They belong in the trash. They're so mm, bad. They're so it just nasty. says Jets along the front. That doesn't. It's terrible. I it's hate so script jerseys. They, their heritage jerseys, which maybe I guess they got thrown out or whatever, way better. But uh, they're not allowed those. Mm, I know. Listen up, all y'all. Listen up. That whole stadium up there is going to be wearing white because it's a whiteout. First of all, it doesn't make any goddamn sense anymore. You don't wear white at home anymore, so stop doing this. But it's it's a tradition ever since their team got booted out and thrown to the Coyotes down in Arizona and <laughs> became that thing. Coyotes. <laughs> They've decided, we're still going to do this whiteout. And you know what? I ain't scared. Ain't no one scared of a whiteout. You know what? The Blues should do a blue out. But no, they shouldn't because the whiteout is stupid. And it's dumb. Oh, they'll do a blow, blue out when they <laughs> blow out this team at home. No, no, no. The whiteout's stupid, and they can take those white shirts off and wave them as surrender flags as fucking Ryan O'Reilly wins its 100th face-off in a row, and he feeds the puck to Tarasenko to score his 30th goal in the series right into Connor Hellbuck's fucking face and blows up his head, and it, it goes in the back of the net because that's what's going to happen. Let's do a lightning round. You ready for yes. this? Nathan Volu, more like Nathan Volu, gross, because he sucks. Mm-hmm. I got Ben Sherratt can rot in hell. What have you got? Uh, you know what? Connor Shifley, who's not a person. <laughs> uh, whoever Shifley, doesn't even matter. I don't even know his Mark, first name. Mark, yeah. Mark, mark this down, Mark Shifley. <laughs> Hit him with it. Hit him with your bird. Oh, no, that was it. I don't know Shifley his first name. Shifley can shuffle off to hell. Oh, Jesus. Kevin Hayes, how about you say hey to these nuts? <laughs> yeah. Patrick Wine, your face speaks for yourself. You're trash, man. You're trash. <laughs> You're a poor man's poor man's Vladimir Tarasenko. Call me up when you've had 30 goals a year for five years in a row. Oh, you can't because you didn't get there this year, <laughs> did you? You didn't get there this year. Nice poop. Jack Roslovich, you were picked by the wrong team, bruh. You could have been with us, but you weren't. And now you're rotten on the fourth line. More like Jack Jack Roslovich, more like Jack Little Bitch. <laughs> Jacob Truba would have been better playing the tuba, because he sure <laughs> blows. <laughs> yeah, that's it. More, you got I decided it. that that was the end of Period. it. Uh, Tyler Myers should be fired. Connor Hellebuck <laughs> kind of hella sucks. You already said that. Is there anything for Dustin Bufflin? Because I'm just afraid of him. Dustin Bufflin can buff out 
the dasher of his helmet oh, oh. when Colton Pareko puts his face through the glass. Oh my goodness, yes, very good, Thank very you. good. That was a stretch. Bravo. I appreciate it. Blake Wheeler, get your damn wheelchair and wheel yourself to a retirement <laughs> home, you old bitch, you old bitch. Get out of your Dirty dream. Old bitch. <laughs> get out of my dreams and into my car that I'll drive off a cliff. Wheelers and Ehlers, they're just one person and they both suck. Just two mm. sides of the same shitty coin. Matthew Perot, again, your face speaks for itself. Call a barber and maybe have him just cut a little too close. <laughs> <laughs> You're the Jets version of Alexander Steen. Brian Little is a little bitch. <laughs> yeah, that one's too easy. Uh, that's true. Um, any more smash, smack talk or should we talk about the rest of the playoffs? Oh yeah, there's another... Uh, 14 teams? Jesus, is that true? 14 teams. Wow, yeah, has to be. The Nashville Predators versus the <laughs> Dallas Stars. Snooze! Dallas is gonna lose. They're fucking horseshit. Do you have more thoughts on the Blues, or should we come back to it if we have more What's thoughts that? on the Blues and the Jets? We'll round out the end of the okay. end of the podcast with that. I got, I got hyped with our trash talk. I'm feeling better now. See? I'm, I'm telling better. you, when I wrote a lot of those out, I was like... Connor Hellebuck kind of hella sucks. It, See, it makes me happy. It's the uh, it's the coup de, coup de gras. Coup de gras. I like it. I'm looking at these colors, which I assume you've matched very painstakingly. Mm-hmm. The Nashville Predators are gross. Stop being gross and don't change your name to the Sabercats because that's weird. Where but, are they going oh, to? There's a movement because Predators evokes bad things which is true i think it's a stupid name I but i mean they already employ austin watson we should probably Ooh, focus on that whoa, 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 i went whoa, there are. i went there this is to be a happy person. episode well i will be happy if the stars eliminate the predators but I so you think nashville's gonna up. <laughs> i feel you up let's have a party I like it. I love it. I want them all to shove it. Nashville in Cinco. Nashville in Cinco. Um, you know what? I you think... You want me to type these? Since yeah, you type to. them up. Because it's hard on this tablet. But also, it's going to be in white. Because I did something <laughs> weird. And I won't explain what I did. It was an aesthetic choice. And I fucked up. Um, I say Nashville in six. That's so safe. technically, if they win in five, but they don't do anything in Spanish, I still lose. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Calgary Flames versus the Colorado Avalanche could be a fun series. Yeah, won't be a fun series. It could be a very fast series, a very like track meet like series. The Colorado Avalanche. Avalanche. I'm terrified of them. Long term. Mm-hmm. Here's a big X factor. Will Kale McCarr make the jump from the NCAA to play with his parent club for the playoffs? A la Connor, uh, that's you know Charlie McAvoy. Mm. He might. He just might. That'd be cool. Any other thoughts on this? <laughs> uh, I think it's it's Calgary, right? Oh, it's Calgary. It's Calgary and it's Calgary. I'm gonna say this is the clean sweep. Calgary and four. I like Colorado. They're a trend in the right direction. They might even get a um, what's his face, Jack Hughes this year. That'd be insane. But I don't think Colorado has it this year. I mean, they're the eighth seed. 
They, I, I don't believe in their goaltending at all. Who is it? Grubauer? He's fine. But I don't think he's going to be able to stand up to the barrage that is Calgary. So, Calgary in four. Calgary in four. Say we both. Let's <laughs> say say no more. Uh, oh, man. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have even said anything. Um, that's the one and only sweep, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, I think goaltending, Calgary, is mm-hmm. a question mark. You don't like Dave Riddich? Big save Dave. Maybe he's good. He's a lot like Jordan Bennington. Here's where oh. goaltending is not a question mark. San Jose, they've answered the question. Their goaltending blows. Mm-hmm. They will not win this series. No. The Vegas Golden Knights will yep. wipe the floor with them. I'm going to say surprising a lot of folks winning in five games. Wow. Um, I'll say six, but yeah, I I think it's Vegas for sure. San Jose are a good team, but overcome that goaltending. No way. Shame on Doug Wilson for (laughs) the dentist. Shame on him for not doing anything about that at the deadline. Anything at all. At least getting someone you could label as your backup. You couldn't do anything. Anything. Anything at all? They're so bad. Like, give me a second and I'll look it up. Mm. I'll talk. You talk about the this series just a little, just stall a little bit. Yeah, you we won't sugarcoat it. Yeah, six. So Vegas has Mark Stone. They've got Jonathan show They have who's their former Hab that they've got now. Uh, Patcheretti. Yeah, Patcheretti. They've got all the all those other guys. It's not that big of a roster turnover from what they had last year when they went to the Stanley Cup final. In fact, they've made it better. I mean, I liked Perron there. I liked Neil there, but they got rid of both of them and they got better. They also have Marc Andre Fleury, who can be hit or miss in the playoffs, but I mean, has had a pretty good year this year, all things considered. Again. For like a huge amount of work that he's done. He hit last year. Oh, I didn't mention Nashville. Ben Bishop couldn't be the X Factor there, too. He couldn't yeah. stand on his head, especially when Pecorine falls apart. I don't think it's likely. I just mm. think the Predators are too much better to make that. I'd happen. rather see the Predators beat the crap out of Jamie Ben, I'll be honest. That would be great. Sorry, go ahead with your... No, but yeah, I think Vegas just has... I don't know. I think they're just more balanced than mm. San Jose, which mm. is weird to say because I think a lot of pundits would tell you that San Jose is one of the more balanced teams minus goaltending. It'll be interesting to see what happens to Eric Carlson too this summer because this is at the end of his this end of his contract. Are we gonna go get him? We ain't gonna go. I mean, get him. Nah. <gasps> Florida's gonna go get him. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> like bam, 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 bam. <laughs> you like coaches grabbing their junk? Come on down. <laughs> They're just sold out every game yeah. next year. Um, you got five bucks for the seat, but you're only going to need the edge. <laughs> they just That's sell, how they would sell they hockey sell out down for there. like 80s marketing campaign for <laughs> hockey. The Nashville, the San Jose Sharks have two goaltenders. One is the Farmer and the Arendelle. And he is a whopping 10-8-4 with a... 
886 save percentage, mm. a 317 goals against average. He has a quality start percentage of 30. And oh, a goal saved above average, which is a mislead because it's minus 14.75. But the good news is they have a starter named Martin Jones who mm. is worse. <laughs> he is 20, 36, 19, and 5 by attrition because his team is too good. Save percentage, 896. Goals against 294. Quality starts 435, but his goal saved below average is a shocking minus 22.87. He's had 14, count them, 14 of the metric known creatively as really bad starts which are starts with a save percentage below 85%. He is, counting Jake Allen into the equation, the worst goalie in the NHL this year who was for any stretch of time treated as a real starter. Mm -hmm. Uh, He is very, 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 very bad. And I don't think that the Sharks can overcome his presence. That's what I was going to say. Even if they get past Vegas by a miracle this series, there's like eventually your goalie has to make some saves, and if he can't, you're just sunk. Yeah. You're sunk. Uh, let's move to the Eastern Conference where, speaking of sunk, the Tampa Bay Lightning square off with the Columbus Blue Jackets. Ian, the Blue Jackets made all the moves at the deadline mm-hmm. to try and give themselves a hope of making the playoffs, and they did by the skin on their chinny-chin teeth. I just thought <laughs> oh, When people say them. skin of their teeth, I'm yeah. like, is there like, skin over the your thing? teeth? I hope not. Mm. Goddamn X-Man. <laughs> uh, I love how there are some X-Men that just had the shittiest suit around. I have acid like, smell. smell bad. <laughs> <laughs> we both uh, went to smells. Well, I mean, that'd be a terrible suit. Yeah, exactly. Hey, it's in white again. <laughs> yeah, I'll, we'll explain that offline. Um, <laughs> I think, you know what? Don't say it. Don't you, you know dare what? say it. You know Don't what? you say it. No, I think Tampa wins uh, in five games. Okay, okay, okay. Tampa in five. Ian Peters and I think <laughs> the Columbus Blue Jackets uh, will oh, no. take the Tampa Bay Lightning to seven games. Ooh. I think it's the shock to the system that makes Tampa Bay the runaway train that can't be stopped in the rest of the playoffs. Oh. That's, that's my prediction. <laughs> Ian, why don't we skip this because we talk about the Maple Leafs so much. People we are don't even talk about We, we them. really want to center on them. Hmm. Let's talk about this shitty New York Islanders versus Pittsburgh Penguins the, series. So, yeah. New. This is the <laughs> boringest of the boring to me. Oh, I don't want to watch... If, it's the playoffs. I don't want to watch any more Penguins games. If this is on games. and I'm locked in a room, I will stare at the wall. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the Islander, the John Tavares-less Islanders, fueled by Robin Lanier and pure hatred, yeah. will take on the Pittsburgh, been there, done that, Penguins, who are fueled by Phil Gessel's hot dog runs and nothing else. <laughs> who do you think will take the lead? Um... Man, I take the lead. I mean, take yeah. the series because who gives a shit? He wants to be number one. 
Man, I swear, whichever one I pick, it's going to be the opposite. Like, I can see it being like, oh, it's got to be the Penguins. But then I'm like, oh, shit, the Islanders won. And I'll be like, no, it's the Islanders for sure. And then the Penguins just do their normal thing. Then I'll pick the opposite of you. Okay, one good. of us will be right. I think the Islanders win in um, seven games. Mm, I think the Penguins win in seven <laughs> games. And that's enough. We've talked about that series enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin and... Chris Letang, and all the rest. Jake Gensel, uh, Phil Kessel. You, you're always going to have a chance to win. So I hope they lose. Washington Capitals versus the Carolina <laughs> Hurricanes. Carolina. Carolina on my shit list for getting rid of the storm oh, surge. Carolina in seven. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, no. Yes, Carolina in Give seven. Give me any reason to agree with you. Any at all. Any, for fun. Oh, Believe okay. in fun. Put your hands to the sky. Yay! I say they got rid of the storm surge. Oh, and that'll be the end and of it. And they got rid of their chances to win. I'm saying Washington in five. Wow. I mean, you're probably right, but wow. <laughs> wow. They are a great Corsi team, that Carolina. Mm-hmm. Do they have the goaltending? No. Finally, the most important series. The series only all of hockey cares about. Mm. The Boston Bruins versus the Toronto Maple Leafs. Can the Toronto Maple Leafs overcome their shitty close to the season, which has been (laughs) shitty, and slay the demon that is the Boston Bruins, Ian? No. I almost was going to say yes, but no. It's not happening this year. I think it's six games this time. I think Boston beats them in six. It could be five. Oh, man. For some reason, I thought you were going to have a clean sweep. I'll say six. Could you imagine? Oh, my God. I'd watch it burn to the ground. I love it so much. Oh, folks. I love it so much. Um, My cat was upset. Yeah. Which leaves us only with... Nothing. We didn't skip anything. We, hmm. we covered them all. Do we want to take it all away? Yeah, I suppose Okay, so. we got to. So that would create, let's do the math here, Tampa versus uh, the t- Boston Bruins. Mm-hmm. We can say we both agreed on that. Yep. So who do you have winning? NCAA, the Virginia Cavaliers just won their first... Ever national championship. Were they a one seed? Virginia, yeah. Snooze. Um, but they're the one seed that always chokes, like in the second round. So at least was this last year's matchup too? Tampa Boston. I think it was yeah, in the second probably. round. Uh, Tampa wins again. Tampa wins in. I think Boston pushes them to seven this time. But Tampa wins in seven. You think Boston pushes them to seven, do you? Yeah, they get rough. They got Chara. He's seven foot nine. You got David Backus, who's adopted a fighter role. So, of course, oh, my God. Tampa Bay Lightning fans, be very afraid. You need to wrap Braden Point in bubble wrap. <laughs> David Backus so is true. coming for Braden Point. So He's coming true. for him. That's his There's MO. like not even, you're not joking. Who you got? Who you got? I have the Tampa Bay Lightning. How many did you say? So. Seven. Tampa and seven. Oh, no. It's not going to take him seven. Oh, Ain't gonna, uh, it's going to take him six. Ain't going to be no rounds. <laughs> Ain't going to be no rounds, asshole. <laughs> we got a straight fight. 
So in your Islanders versus the Carolina Hurricanes matchup, oh my god! Which of those two teams do you see making the conference? What a goddamn Doctor Seuss, Willy Wonka style world! Oh my god! One of them has to win. Oh, I fucked up. Um, I'm glad this is not my official bracket, folks. Uh, oh wow, the Islanders, Islanders win. In how many games? Uh, Islanders won in five. All of a sudden, Carolina can't fathom how they got to the second (laughs) round. And the Islanders blitz them. And my Washington versus, oh no, Pittsburgh! Uh, Oh no! It's going to be Capitals and Six. It's not even... Yeah? The the beast is slain. Man, you're like, they don't even care anymore. So that would give us... That would give you... Let's see. Tampa... Versus the <laughs> Islanders. Tampa and six. All right. Tampa and six. And I would have Washington versus A rematch Tampa. of last year, yeah. Steven slash correct <laughs> slash feasible. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to say Tampa in seven. So we both have Tampa out of the East. Of course we do. In one way or another. In one way or another. Ah, you have the St. Louis Blues. Yeah. Hell yeah! Versus the Nashville Predators. Who do you think will win? If we beat the Winnipeg Jets, we're beating Nashville in five games. Steven is stunned. He's not even writing anything anymore. I did write it. Uh, let's Five see. Winnipeg games. versus Nashville. Steven. That's going to be a, an old six-gamer for Nashville, or for Winnipeg. <laughs> At least I think Winnipeg's good. Yeah, that's Calgary good for you. versus Vegas. We can both agree. What do you think? I think it's Vegas again. Vegas in? Vegas in seven. I think it's seven this time. I'm going to go with Vegas in seven, which means I have a conference final matchup, rematch. You've got nothing but rematches. Yuck. Uh, Someone knock me off the board first. Vegas versus Winnipeg. I say Winnipeg slays the beast in five games. A shocker, a shocker, and you have Vegas versus St. Louis. Mm. <laughs> no, here, get this: we beat the Jets. You can beat anyone. You beat Nashville in five games. Get this: Vegas beats us in five games. <laughs> <laughs> I love how even the hopeful person is still just a no. miserable. No, no, because you'd be like, "Wow, we did it! No, way. like no effing way, we got to the Western Conference Finals," and just get oh no, like Ryan Reeves. Just- Robert Thomas dies on the ice uh-huh. as Ryan Reeves just smashes his skull into the unfrozen waters underneath. I believe that's how ice rinks work. Nothing about that seems suspicious to me in any way. Mm. Which means your conference final... Oh, wait, that is the conference yeah. final. So Ian's championship game would be the Vegas mm-hmm. Golden... They're back, baby. They're back. Much like the St. Louis Blues making the Stanley Cup playoffs back-to-back in the Stanley Cup finals. Tampa Bay Lightning 
Who do you have as your champion? As you alluded to, as you made the connection between Vegas and the St. Louis Blues, uh, Tampa Bay beats them in five games. No, no. I almost want to go for the clean sweep because Imagine Dragons, but... (laughs) But they break that curse. They go, hey, we broke that curse of our storied franchise, and then they lose. God, that'd be so boring. I really don't want... I'll have you know I don't want Tampa Bay to win the Stanley Cup, for the love of God. I so do. I'm so against you on that. All right. So be it. Who do you got? I have Tampa Bay beating the Winnipeg Jets in six games. Let me explain why. For the first year, and only the first year after this they can get pinned but i kind of just want to see them be that team like if the blues aren't gonna be mm-hmm. i kind of just want to watch them and go holy shit they were just the best team by miles and miles oh year. forever you just want them to be the golden knight or the uh golden state warriors i wanted to be the gold yeah basically basically stanley cup predictions are done. Do you have any Locked final in. words of hype before we go watch The Undertaker kick that guitar playing over his ass? <laughs> Yo, we're The Undertaker. The Jets are the Dun- guitar playing hillbilly. A thousand percent. Seriously, think of The Undertaker. He walks out real slow like and you're like, who's this motherfucker? Etc. Yeah, yeah. And then what does he do? Is it the tombstone? Tombstone pile drive. Yes. 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 Robert Thomas grabs yes. Connor Hellebuck. Yes, yeah, it's yes, the different yes, guy. It's a different yeah, guy. I know. God damn it. And he's a bad guy right now. He is? Yeah. Okay, whatever. It won't stick. It won't last. He's but, the yeah. Earth's champion. He's the guy Kofi Kingston beat. Long story. Oh, we'll take this off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to take uh, a dazed and confused uh, Kyle Connor going, What? Huh? Huh? And Ivan Barbashev is going to stone cold stun him. Oh, that's not one of Undertaker's moves, but that's yeah, okay. He's like, an amount, he's like a goddamn chameleon, chimera. <laughs> he's all of them. He's everyone but no one. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I think we'll be The Undertaker in that The oh, no. Undertaker <laughs> is dead. No. <laughs> in that when The Undertaker comes to the ring, sometimes he gets his ass kicked early on, and then he's flat on his back, mm. and everybody's like, he's dead? He can't be? And then he just sits up. Yes. And he revives, and he comes back, and he wins the match. I say the Blues in six games. Yeah! Let's Let's do it! Get on! Get hype! Punch this fucking air! Do it! Get out of your desks! Get out of your desks! Do it! Punch down those cube walls! Stand up on your desks! Do it! Stand up on your desk! Oh, captain, my captain, etc., etc. Ian, do you have any closing thoughts? Yell at your cube mates. Tell them to stand up, too. If you work in an office, like a real office with walls and stuff, and you don't have a cube, don't listen to this podcast. We are beneath you. You have, like, stock podcasts to listen to. If you work in a cube, we're your podcast. Cube people unite. (laughs) (laughs) Throw your computer at your boss. It's fucking playoff times. There are no rules. Let's go Any other thoughts? That's all I got. Oh, man. Oh, you know what? Sunday, fuck Sunday. Because Sunday Sunday they made it, so it's a 6.30 game. Mm. And you know what? That runs into, I think, 8 o'clock. And I know exactly when it comes on. I know you don't care. But that's Game Game of Thrones Thrones. tonight. You know what? It's fucking horse shit. It is. But you know what you can also do? I'm going to 180 you. Winter is coming. 
goddamn millennials, listen up, because I'm a millennial too. You just watch it on, you just record it or something. Can, can you do that on HBO? I don't know. I'm sure you can. Obviously, I'm if not you smart. have HBO, you, you can... That doesn't matter. Punch the air. The Punch the air. You, the wa- you watch that Blues game. You know your allegiances, and it's to the if king hear, of the north if I hear about city. One, if I hear about one of you, one single person, unless the Blues are already just too oh, much, yeah. go crazy. Oh, God. At least but that's the nice thing about <laughs> Sunday, actually. <laughs> I ain't watching this shit. Time to go to Game of Thrones. Don't do it. The Blues are sitting on the Iron Throne this season. Oh, he knows a thing. I know a thing. I know the most basic (laughs) thing. Look at me. They've gone through the wardrobe. Tolkien, and then I referenced (laughs) Gandalf, and people were impressed. They've seen the White Witch, fucking the Lion's Jesus, (laughs) and everything else. I got it. Uh, Ian, we're going to be back in two days. We're Mm -hmm. recording a podcast when loser. Draw well, it won't be a draw. It's gonna be like a four overtime game, and we're just like, oh, uh, whatever. We'll be here. There's no rules. It's playoff time. It's Come just right. Us. Get your friends to follow on Twitter. Yeah! Like us, review us. Go to Instagram and follow us. Be our best friends. We're gonna do giveaways after giveaway after giveaway starting Wednesday. Get on it. We'll be back. Good night. Air thrust with your hips. <laughs> I'm a face, little boy, I need to shame.